You're listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer with Gina Militia, one of Australia's leading portrait celebrity and lifestyle photographers. With over 25 years' experience in the industry, Gina is a pro photographer who regularly travels the world shooting for some of the country's top magazines and advertisers. She is author of four best-selling books on photography, runs workshops and mentors aspiring photographers all around the world. In conversation with journalist, interviewer and budding amateur photographer Valerie Koo, Gina reveals what it takes to build a successful photography business, provides a sneak peek into life behind the lens and talks about her tips and techniques to get the perfect shot. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 19 of So You Want to Be a Photographer. My name's Valerie Koo and I'm here with the awesomely talented Gina Militia. How are you, Gina? I'm great, Val. How are you going? I'm well, I'm well. I've just had a foot massage, so I'm feeling a little bit relaxed. But more importantly, what have you been up to this week, particularly in the world of photography? haven't had a foot massage. I would love a foot massage. I've had a very busy week. I did, we shot, we shot editorial yes. and I had a full day, a new show that's launching. I think it'll launch in Australia end of May, big cast, big cast of thousands. So, really? Um, yeah, yeah. Massive, massive, massive shoot. Like so much fun. Um, loved it. So it's been a huge, I came to like the end of the week and um, yeah, it was like completely wiped. It's uh, it's exhausting for all the people that think photography is just an easy thing. It's it's like it's not. It's like you're on all your senses are on overdrive, and when you, it's mm. like it can be so intense. And it's when I stop that I really, oh, it's like I wake up the next day from one of those shoots. I feel like I've been hit by a truck. <laughs> your, all your whole body aches, yeah, and you, your brain is mush because you like you're using everything. Because because mm. I like to shoot low, so I'm always like crouching. Yes, you know it's all it's like the squat challenge. How is the squat challenge? I finished going? it. And so you mean you can do a hundred squats or a uh-huh. thousand squats or not a thousand. Can, no. I can do a hundred. And you can crack walnuts? No. No. Just, I don't Failed think you on can that? Do, well, I don't think that's thirty days is enough, Val. Okay. I think you gotta start training it. from like you know how the um in those Soviet countries where they get the kids when they're three? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> just start training them. So it's think, too late for you. I think it's all over for me. I don't. I think my dream, that dream, I have to. There's some dreams that you just have to. <laughs> that they're just unrealistic. So, and I'm okay with that. After you've had a full-on week like that, and mm. you're totally wiped, and you wake up the next day, you don't have a job on. Mm. What do you do to unwind? Do you or are you constantly thinking about oh what files I need to, you know, download or upload or fix or whatever? Or do you actually make a point to unwind? Yeah, I do. So I have I've had today I've had a complete day off. So I've been in the country. I went out to the country to my friends, their beautiful mud brick house, had a beautiful lunch. I've had a couple of wines. Oh. <laughs> Very relaxed today. Okay, you didn't so, have a foot massage, but you I had didn't the get same a foot effect. massage. But it's like just the the whole thing about being in the country amongst all the green and not looking at a screen all day and not I didn't even think about photography at all. I think it's really important because you you, you just need to recharge. Yeah. Otherwise, you do, your brain goes to mush. 
Now, I'm pretty excited about this week's topic for the episode, and I think it's going to be relevant for so many photographers out there, but we just want to give a shout out to everyone who's been doing hashtag Gina Challenge. It's just been so great to look at all your photos. It's, I you know, know. With all the different themes. Um, but there's a, there's, a, there's a whole heap of people who are taking part in hashtag Gina Challenge, but there are a couple of people that we want to give a shout out to, don't we? Yeah, so um, Emma Mullins, photography, great stuff. She's been showing me portrait, Emma. great Beautiful. stuff, beautifully done. And also Creative Lens, some great – and I, I awesome. actually said when I saw these that I want to go there and shoot there. So please, mm. by all means, show off the cities that you live in and um, – uh, let me see those beautiful locations because it's like, yeah, I'm envious of those. So great job. Thank you so much, everyone who's been uploading. I love I love looking at your photos. Yeah, we, we look at every single one of them. So mm. please do keep on. Keep them using, coming. Yep, hashtag Gina challenge. But in the meantime, you have a couple of links you wanted to share with us this week. Is that right? Yes. And it was like there was some that made me very, very happy. Okay, so. <laughs> go on. Well, Which ones? The one that makes me happy, we all know my love of all things MacGyver. Yes. <laughs> it's making a comeback, Val. MacGyver. MacGyver. They're going to make it again and they're going to use a female as the lead. Oh, I could go for the role. For the role. <laughs> yes. So, so they're asking for the creators are asking um, fans to come up with um, some storylines and to put a. They want a strong uh, female lead. So we should change it. So hashtag, there's, there's a contest. We should change it to hashtag Gina for MacGyver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll put a link in the show notes. I'm just hoping that we're still um, okay for the date for when the. Ah, uh, we've missed it. God, oh, that's so disappointing. What? What missed what? It's the 17th of April at close. I didn't get my entry in in time. Oh, you've missed out. So not only will you not be able to crack walnuts, you can't be the next MacGyver. I'm so disappointed. I want to cry. Okay. Let's move on to the next link then. (laughs) So there's a photographer by the name of Martin. Where are my notes? Uh... Beck, is it? Martin Beck, and he did a series of photos called uh, We Can Be Heroes. Right. And he, what he's done is he's taken everyday people, put, you know, everyday couples, people into everyday situations, and he's dressed them in superhero costumes. So he's made superheroes look like your regular Joes. So he's got like uh, an, an elderly couple, like Superman, Mr. and Mrs. Superman. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Superman's in her got a rollers in her hair and they've passed out on the couch, you know. <laughs> but it's like a really old-fashioned lounge room, you know. You've got um, it's and you've got like um, I think it's the Flash with had the star on his chest and the I think mm. it's the Flash in a like a really seedy diner, <laughs> right? Um, what I love about these photos is not only that, like, it's that tongue-in-cheek uh, humour that he does with these, uh, you know, um, heroic portraits. It's the treatment. It's the whole look of the shot. So I'll put a, 
a link in the show notes. I, I, I love these so much. It's fantastic and I love the fact that they're from not only New York and Australia and, you know, New Zealand but also uh, Egypt and Palestine and Bangladesh and Saudi Arabia. Yep. And I love this one. There's a there's one of an old guy kind of like in his bed sit and he's in his singlet and dirty <laughs> underwear and smoking a cigarette but he's ironing his Superman cape. It's really clever. Yeah, awesome. How cool stuff. is the post production though, Valerie? Beautiful, it's very like, gritty. Like, the treatment is beautiful, and it's just, uh, yeah, I love that when when people. T- I, I love this style of portraits where it's all to make it funny. Mm. It's that it's so serious and straight, and there might be just one or two props in there that are just like not supposed to be there, or there's something not quite right, and then it becomes really funny. It's not that in your face funny. Mm. It's subtle. I love it. Fantastic. A lot yeah. of them are smoking. <laughs> because, yeah, how good does smoking look on, in photos? It just looks good, you know? Okay. What, yeah. what, what other link have you got for us this week? So the other one is a great little uh, another sort of uh, funny one and where uh, a photographer's put up, Andy Hutchinson has done a, a blog about the real meaning of um, common photography expressions explained. Mm. And let me scroll down. My computer's hung, Val. <laughs> <laughs> useful, useful oh, to no. happen in a podcast. But basically, uh, Gina sent me the link and it, yeah, it's the real meaning of common photography expressions explained. And he's got things like uh, tripod is a walking stick with an uncomfortable bracket in place of a handle. Also serves as a cattle prod, mugger deterrent and depth gauge for rivers. I got one uh, photo walk, highly ritualized meeting in which normally uh, solitary photographers congregate in large numbers at a popular tourist spot at the behest of YouTube celebrities. The Mm. purpose of the walk is to completely obscure the picturesque location from any tourists that happen to have flown in from thousands of mile away, miles away by means of a human wall of nomadic photographers wearing low-pro backpacks and shit-eating greens. <laughs> oh, God. Food photography is mashed potato pretending to be ice cream. <laughs> Leading line, a fence. <laughs> Leading lines, two fences. <laughs> uh, terms only a photographer would understand. <laughs> oh, it's very good. I like it. So I'm really excited about this week's topic because it's all about how to pose women. And I know that's going to be relevant for lots of listeners out there. I mean, there's lots of issues whether whether you're talking about posing women or posing men, but this week Mm. we're going to concentrate on posing women. Now, it's no secret that, you know, women, I've I've been in many photo shoots. I have directed many photos, produced many photo shoots. I've watched you (laughs) direct many photo shoots with both men and women and when you're dealing with real women as opposed to a supermodel who you know you can't take a bad shot of a supermodel but when you're talking about real women in in your photos it can be a little bit of a precarious dance because you need to buoy their self-esteem but you also need to make sure that they're being heard and that they're comfortable and but they are also being directed so that you're getting the best shot possible so you must have some go-to rules or or something like that when you're opposing women. Yeah, I do. So I, I find that I have like a technique that, that is just directed solely for posing women and I have a separate one for posing men. So like basically 
when I'm working with women, I've got like five quick rules that I'll go to. Okay. So first up, I think it's really important that um, you go in and you're authentic. It's no point going into turning into, you know how you become that um, that cliche photographer? <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by be authentic though? You mean so, just... so just be real. It's like, you know, just try, don't try and pretend to be, um, don't be fake when you're working with people. It, it, it's like... Um, just be open and honest and, and friendly and warm and sincere because uh, I, I've, I've seen uh, people trying to pose uh, women and they'll, they'll try and um, compliment them but the compliments are not authentic, they're fake. It's yeah, like, right. yeah, you look amazing. It's like, do you, have you ever been into a shop where the shopkeeper um, tries to sell you clothes? Oh, yeah, the shopkeeper. And you're looking, yeah, yeah, and you're looking in the mirror and you know that the jeans <laughs> don't look great on you. Well, they don't zip up. And, well, <laughs> you can't zip them up and, and, and they just, they've got this list of things that they need to say to you yes. that, to make you want to buy. That looks amazing on you. You look fantastic. And you're thinking, you're lying. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's just the little thing that you can tell the difference between the, the way they speak and the way their face is like they're nodding their head or then then saying no with their body language and speaking yes. So if you compliment people, be sincere. Like find that one thing. Like what I do when I'm posing, uh, when I first meet them is, is I, I will try and notice something about them that I think is beautiful and it's like it, it's not hard to do, you can always find something. So if you think their eyes are a beautiful colour, then say that. If you think they've got beautiful hair, then say that. If you think it's a jumper or something, mm. be authentic. Mm. Okay, good. Yep. Yep. That seems, you know, self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> when you're working with people, have positive energy. Okay, so it's like yeah. they're going to be feeding off your energy. So if you've just um, come in and you're um, not feeling fantastic or you're in a bad mood or you're grumpy, people feel that. They yeah. feed off that. So you've got to be um, – and and there are there are all these hacks. There's that great YouTube video that, about the Superman, put your hands up in the air to feel good before you do something. Have you seen that one? No. It was like a TED talk, but there's all these sorts of um, all these great uh, you know hacks that you can do. That if you're um, like feeling down, what are the things that like make you put, put you in a great mood before you're about to do a shoot? Just so you're up and you've got that positive energy, and that might mean you know playing great music in the car on your way to the shoot, or you know speaking to a friend who makes you happy, or just like put yourself in that great frame of mind. And that might seem like an obvious statement, but I just wanted to say how important that is because it's not just, you know, you might do all those things and and play great music and put yourself in a positive frame of mind, but then someone cuts you off while you're driving a car or steals your parking space or, 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 you know, just Mm. something really annoys you just before you're about to enter the shoot or the studio. It's just so important to to not come in and for the even though your instinct is to just complain about whatever crappy thing just happened yeah to really stop yourself before you go in you know I've seen it with some of the suppliers that I work with and some of the people that I work with you know they're about to embark on this really huge project with me and they actually walk in complaining about the parking place the parking space that just got stolen and it really feeds through the rest of the organization who they come in contact with and 
the you know and 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 who, you, you, whatever clients that they actually have exposure to. So very very important to have that positive energy. Yes. Yeah. So you just like for that time, it's a, like it's a no, it's a no complaint zone, no complaints whatsoever. You just you, you're there for that person. Keep it positive and if you're really into it it's it's like it's not hard to do you just like make sure you're there for them sounds simple but so important what's number three completely important um keep it simple so okay it's really easy to get carried away and have these great ideas or you'll be flicking through like magazines and you'll see these amazing poses and then you, you know i look i was guilty of this when i was starting out and i'd see like i'd flick through like vogue or something like that and you know how you'd see those poses where they're that they're like bent at the middle and you know those high couture fashion Mm. poses and their arms are at a certain way and they're really actually uh difficult poses to Mm. do and then you've got a model someone in front of your camera who's never actually modeled before and you're sitting there going okay so what and this is their first shoot what i want you to do is this hand here yep yep bring it up around your head like that bend that one bend your wrist now now lean forward at the waist now now make a pout with your face Uh uh-huh now now look away from camera and now jump at the same time because i've got to get you airborne while you're doing that and i've got to get the the back of your dress just to pick up just a little bit but i want it to all happen at once okay Mm. got that okay let's try and so what happens is all you get from the model is like you make them feel like the for a start, that's so confusing. Yes. And then they've got that confused look on their face like, you want me to do what? Mm. So, so like simplicity. I, I like to keep my poses really simple and natural and like maybe build up to that at the end if that's what you want to do. Yes. But just keep it nice and simple. Great. All right. Next, this is learn to pose. You mean the photographer to learn to pose. Yeah. So right. if you're going to show someone – or explain something to someone, mm. and you can't actually do it yourself, you're not going to be very convincing. Mm. So I think the best thing to do is to just practice those poses. So you go through and you have like your list of go-tos, and I'm going to give you my five go-to poses at the end of this uh, at this podcast. Mm-hmm. But have 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 like five or, or, or even more that you know that you're confident in doing. And so what I do when I'm posing people is I get in there and I do them myself. Yeah, and I have to say, having been on many shoots with you, that is one of the most magical things and you can just see them get it. And I watch you actually get into position and mm. pose how you want them to pose and you can just see them go, okay, I'm just going to copy that. And it, and the, the, the beautiful part of it or the, the sorry, powerful part of it is that you do it without feeling embarrassed or you do it like yep. it's the most natural thing in the yep. world and it makes them feel like it's the most natural thing in the world. Yeah. So it's it's very powerful for the photographer to learn to pose but to, and, and to show the poses, actually physically act out the poses to the person. Yeah. And do you know where I learned that from, Val? No, where? My first photographer that I worked with, um, Andy, who was my mentor, he, as a male, would do that. And he would do it with that same – he would even pull the faces. Like if he was showing a a female how to pose, he would get in there and he would completely bring in that feminine energy as well. And he – there was not an ounce of embarrassment and he was like so into it because all he cared about – was getting that shot and all he wanted to do was like make them feel comfortable. Yeah. 
and let them see that this is how it how it's done. And you know, it it, it really worked. And and the, you, you, I never heard a snigger. Mm. I never. I to just. I think they were grateful to get that that sort of level yeah, of definitely. detail. And you know, and it works. And I've seen. I've seen because I'm thinking for our male listeners, they're thinking, well, how am I going to do that with and not feel silly? Mm. I've seen a lot of great male photographers do that and pull it off, and I think it's a a, a really good way to, to 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 show people how to do something. Yeah, your model is grateful, as you say, to 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 get that level of direction. But you know what's interesting that I've just realised, Gina, is that <clears throat> I mean, I've I've seen you direct people and to show people their poses, and obviously over you know many years working with you, mm. some of that's rubbed off. And I've realised that I am really comfortable showing men how to pose. Yeah, I am not comfortable at all. Showing women how to pose, really, which is a bit strange, actually. Yeah. Why is that? I'm I'm just trying to psychoanalyze myself. Yeah, as yeah, this, That's as this so interesting. is happening because I'm not really sure why. But maybe by the end of the podcast, I'll figure it out. So please go on. That rule number five. Yeah, I'm trying to work out why too. Um, mm. Visual cues, not verbal cues. Okay, and this is to avoid confusion. So I'm just going to um, give you an example. So if I've got someone on my set. And I want them to turn their body to the left mm. instead of saying turn your body to the left because suddenly whose left is it? Is yeah. it my left or is it your left? I will say I want you to turn your body, turn your face towards the window, which yeah. will be towards the left or turn your face towards towards that the blue wall mm. or the pole or yeah. find a visual cue and give them to that and that gets rid of any confusion. Mm. Mm. Yep, good one. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we've got five rules yeah. of, of posing. What yeah. what are we going to talk about next? What what do you what do you think is important to cover? Okay, so the next thing uh with working with women is like here's the thing, Val. Have you ever heard how many times have you heard this said? I love my body shape, in particular my arms, hips, booty. I think my skin and hair is fabulous. I'm at my perfect weight. I'm incredibly proud of every single line, pore, spot on my face, and they're proof that I'm lived. Yeah, I say that every day to myself. No, no I don't. We all, that's how we all wake up, don't we? So, you know. I've never heard any woman say that. This is or the thing man that, that comes matter. with be, being a woman is we have baggage about, every woman has baggage about the way that she looks. Sure. Um, Here's the thing. Most of them will tell you outright what, what it is that they don't like. Um, yes. So you, can, you, don't, you don't need to, like, come out right out and ask them. But, like, they, a lot of them will tell you, you know, I don't like my arms. I don't like my – what can you do about my booty? So it's the first thing they'll say, oh, can you make me look, you know, younger? Is there anything you can do about this line? So, so there are some tricks that we can do with the photography and the way that we shoot and pose people – that can, um, you know, improve on those common uh, female perceived flaws because I'm going to say that like one woman might hate her upper arms and the other woman would have those upper arms and just think they're the best in the world. So they are perceived flaws. So, But you've got to work with – you want people to be happy with their portraits. So here's a few um, of the things that I do to uh, improve on those. All right, okay, so the, I think the most common one, upper arms. Yeah. Most, most women hate their upper arms. True. 
they just hate that little bit of like it's, it, like it's an Australian term for you know when a woman waves, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and they stop waving, but the arms still keep waving underneath that little bit of fat under the arms. Uh huh. Right? There's like the tuck shop lady arms that they're called. Okay, so. I, this discussion isn't making many women feel any better about that. What's oh, your point? <laughs> but this is a common, common um, problem and a, a thing that many women feel uncomfortable about and they want like – so a lot of women ask, you know, what can you do? Can How can you make my arms look better? And there are great ways that you can actually make arms look better and this is like something you can even remember if you're doing um, – if you're ever in group shots or just for posing yourself as well. Yeah. But uh, what I do is uh, if you want um, – a first thing to do is if you've got someone and you want their arms to appear not large, as thinner than they are, it's, there's something you can do. You can avoid using those uh, spaghetti strap sort of tops, you know, with the very, very thin straps. Sure, yes. Because they give an optical illusion that the arms, because you've got something small next to something larger, it appears to be even larger. Sure. Okay. Um, If you want to give more definition and shape to an arm, try bending it. So you see that classic pose that you see a lot of, uh, you know, celebs on the red carpet will bring an arm up and put it on their hip. Yes. So the reason is that is it actually gives it more definition. Okay. So that's – and – when you're posing uh, someone, if you uh, leave a space between the arms and the body, mm. it's going to actually uh, be a far more flattering shape on the arms. So how do you okay? actually direct the person to say, hey, leave a space between your arm and your body? So I always ask them to bend their arms a little bit, you right. know, so they can either – so there's, there's a few ways you can get someone to bend their arms. They can either put them on their hips – but sometimes that feels too um, posy. It's too posy, and it's too. Uh, I call that too, uh, too, like both arms on hips. It's like the Wonder Woman pose. It's very, it's very powerful, mm-hmm. and some women don't feel comfortable in that pose. They feel like they're too uh, full of themselves mm-hmm. in that pose because that's how, kind of how it feels to them. So if you then another really great way if you just want people to like the woman to bend her arms is like if she's got um, pockets. Mm. Put hands in pockets. Yeah, right. Like that's a, that, so, so it's not going to bend the arms a lot, but it's just going to give a, like a natural bend to the arms, right? And the other one, this is the one I use for corporates as well, um, and I just want the arms to be bent a little bit, is I just get um, uh, the arms in front of the body and just like touching fingers in front. Oh, yes. It's like that's just like a nice little, you know, way to put, put the hands together and bend the arms a little bit. And the other one is to uh, cross the arms in front of the body, oh. right? So you cross them, mm-hmm. right? The trick with that is whenever you've got your arms crossed, the body language is uh, like standoffish. Yes. Is, I'm like I'm not interested in you. So the way to open up the body language for that shot is to have the hands, both hands visible. Right, so cross the, the arms. arms cross, but... have both arms visible. Right, because if the arms are tucked in as you cross the arms, that's that's like not great body language. So cross your arms, but both hands visible. Both hands visible, and then with the hands, it's sort of if you can bend the hands a little bit, that sort of uh, is a nicer shape as well. All right, so that's that's. 
for the arms to, to make them look. The other thing that I, uh, if you want to hide the arms at all, there's things that like leaning up against a wall is a good way. It'll, it'll uh, diminish the size of the arms because mm. you've got them leant up against the wall. That's a good thing. And the other thing that I do sometimes is I might hide part of the arms behind something else. So like if mm. I've got a portrait of someone and I can bring uh, like a – like a pole or a doorway into the foreground of the yes. shot, and that can be out of focus and it cuts through the arm, then it's suddenly it's, it, it, it has this slimming effect. Yes, and I know that you've done that with me. So I have done that you, with you, you Valerie. There's, a, there's been a pole, but obviously yes. the depth of field, the focus is on the person, yeah. which is me, but the pole actually cut off the um, arm yeah, and yeah. It, was, so, it was a very good effect. But it's an optical illusion because yes. people see they still see your arm and they see the thing, but it just gives the appearance that the arm is like a lot, a lot slimmer. And then the other thing you can do that I've done this before and um, is to uh, shoot the portrait, and I often will crop through the arms mm. long ways. Yes. Okay, so it's a tight crop. And you can actually have one arm behind the body and then one arm is visible. Right, and then you crop into the arm, and that's also really flattering. Okay, and so, it, and then everyone's really happy with their shots. So, I will admit the, that's my go-to trick for um, myself cropping it, cropping it at the arm. Yeah, and and it's everyone. I've not. I don't think I've met many. I don't know many women that are like love their arms. Mm. Really, it's like it's just a common common thing. It's like the go to sure. thing. Yeah. So the next one is um, the hips and the tummy. Oh yes, women often want to hide that. So so often um, what women want to do is they want to make their uh, hips appear to be uh, slimmer than they are, and so. The, the classic way to do this is there's a pose uh, called it's like the S pose or the contraposto, which is um, it's based on how if you look in um, art history uh, and uh, great sculptures like Michelangelo's David, do you know that one? Yes, absolutely. So that classic pose where you've got your weight on back foot. Mm. Uh, hips are jutting out and front toe is pointing to camera, hips are side onto camera and torso is front onto camera. Mm. And what happens is you get this like this lovely S shape going on and doing that, given that, so what happens is the torso appears larger because it's front on mm. and the hips are side on so you're creating this natural V with the body, mm. a V shape which makes the hips, if the, the minute we turn the hips side on, they, they're automatically, they appear slimmer. You know what? As you are speaking, I am attempt, I'm standing here trying to do oh, To do the contraposto. <laughs> and how do you go? So, and and, and do, also I've seen you do it and I, can, and I can see the S, I can see the curve. But you know what I think we should do, Gina? I yeah. think we should make a video for all the listeners of you demonstrating this. Of how to do it. Yeah, absolutely, because it would be so useful mm. because even though, you know, we can kind of guess, it would be really useful if we get this a video of you and to show exactly what you mean and how easy it is to achieve. Mm. 
Mm, it yeah. is because I mean, do you, do you want to know the language that I say just for this podcast now that mm. how I'll direct someone? If yeah, I want please. Them into, okay. So uh, you're my model okay. now. Okay. So like here we are, we're doing this via, I can't even see you, but no. I'm going to direct you. So stand up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want you to uh, face uh, both your feet towards the wall. So to my side. To, to your side, okay. yeah. And so I, I will give a visual cue. Mm-hmm. So let's assume that directly in front of you now, uh, adja- like, yeah, adjacent to me, is that right? Yes. There will be a wall. Yeah, got it. Okay. Face both feet to the wall. Yeah. Okay. Now, I so, want to... So listeners, you, you do this too. So basically imagine the photographer is in front of you. Now turn to your left and face... You know, uh, your fa- body and both face feet your body and both feet to the left. Okay. So now your so photographer's on your right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're facing the left. I'm. You know what? I'm doing it with you. Yep. Go on. Okay. Now I want you to push your hip, your back hip, back. Got it. So put your weight on your back foot. Done. Completely on your back foot. Your front toe. Point it towards camera. Okay, yeah. So look down at your feet. Yep. They're now adjacent to each other. Mm-hmm. Okay? Well, now, they're kind of like a T. That they make a little T. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, your, keep your hips side on to camera and just turn at the waist. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Turn your upper body towards camera. Is All right. my weight still on my back foot? Your weight is still on your back foot. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay? Now, this actually works for men as well. And I'll use this for this is a base pose and can be used um, from there. You can do a lot of things. So you, you, your hands from that point can go on your hips, mm-hmm. right? They can also, uh, hands can be in pockets and um, hands can be crossed in front. There's mm-hmm. like a lot, or, you, or they can just hang freely by the side. You can already okay? see how this is a flattering pose. It's a flattering Absolutely. pose. It it's just like- makes. It makes your, your hips look uh, half, but it, but the other thing is like even if if someone is 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 quite tiny in shape, it's a flattering pose because it looks really relaxed mm. and it's it a does. Really, it looks relaxed. It's a really confident pose. Okay, so it works for everyone. All right, right. so that that basically is the great way to to get hip and hips and stomach. Yeah, love it. All love right? it. So yeah. Skin, okay, yes, is the next one going to the next thing that uh, a lot of people uh, are concerned about, and and you know this this can be anyone, mm-hmm. all right. So yeah. so basically, what I do, and I've talked about this before, is when I'm photographing anyone, I have a tendency to overexpose skin tone by a stop to a stop and a half, and I'll go back maybe half a stop to a stop and a half, okay. And what within the latitude of what's correct, when the camera is taking a reading, okay, and you're getting your light meter to give you the accurate reading of what it should be, it is telling you, it is basing that reading that you on mid-gray. Mm-hmm. So it'll give you a reading on a skin tone that the, it'll be uh, too dark. What yeah. is correct by the... By, Remember Hans who programmed the camera from, <laughs> yes. from episode, what was it, when did, Hans, when did I talk about Hans two episodes ago? Uh, yes, when we were talking about um, uh, flash, uh, speed lights. 
Okay, so yeah. so, so all for, cameras. So, so listeners, yeah, if you're if you're if you've just joined us, basically, um, Gina is referring to Hans. She doesn't actually know Hans, but she's referring to Hans, who you know works for Nikon or Olympus or whoever or Canon, and he has been he's the guy who's programmed um, the 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 programmed the flashes. Yeah, <laughs> and but it's based on whatever Hans has decided. You know that the power of the flash is just based on whatever Hans has decided. Hans is a little bit like Jan from Accounts who makes a regular occurrence uh, appearance on this podcast. Yeah, yeah but, but, but Hans also programs the cameras yes. and the light meters in the cameras. So yes. he has programmed the camera to have a light reading. When the light reading is correct, it is actually a mid-gray, which is too dark. So that's why I always say you, you have latitude to overexpose the skin tone. Yes. And, and so when I... When I overexpose by a stop, it's going to reduce, um, remove a lot of the detail that you see in, a, in, in the skin tone and it's far more flattering for the yes. skin. So, that, so that's what – and that goes back to when we were shooting film, we would blow, the, blow it out a little bit to, to make the skin tone look a bit nicer. Okay, so Absolutely. it gives the illusion of flawless skin. So good if you've got blemished skin, you've got – you know, acne perhaps or acne scarring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but also for um, making people just having a slightly more youthful look. Yes. Um, I was actually, Everyone loves that. Yes. I was actually looking at some imagery of um, the actor Anthony Starr recently and I, I know you've shot him. He used to be in Rush, um, the Australian cop show called Rush, um, and oh. he is – Blonde affair. God. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, he's now in the American show Banshee. And they had to, like, um, take 15 years off him because of a storyline. And it was really clear that this was a ch- – and he really did look 15 years younger. Really? Yeah, it was very good. So, of course, there was some makeup. but yeah. um but this was definitely achieved through lighting. It was very, very well done, very clever. So I sat there instead of, you know, concentrating on the storyline, I sat there trying to work out, okay, where did they put the light? And really? How did they do that? But, yeah, definitely can be achieved through lighting, obviously, as you know. Yeah. And so – and the other thing that I, I always like to do when I'm, when I'm photographing uh, female models is uh, I, I, I use a beauty lighting. I will never – I very rarely use hard light. Because once you get hard light, you start to get shadowing, and when you get shadowing, you're going to enhance all the pores and lines and bumps and lumps. So soft light. So as a rule of thumb, if you're working um, with daylight only and you want to uh, have that that beauty light, uh, try and use uh, a soft filtered light and have the light behind you. So please define beauty light for people. It's soft. And shadowless light. So you can find it in um, open shade. So open shade is when, say, you are uh, outside and it's bright sun. So you can see hard shadows on the ground and you will be uh, somewhere under an eave or uh, under something that creates shade. So you can actually, an awning or you can create your own shade by putting a bit of cardboard over someone's head and you've created the same thing. Okay, that's it's a clean shade. It's like there isn't any uh, other little pockets of light that will create shadow, and that light is very soft. 
Okay, yeah. so when that light hits the face, it's not going to create um, any shadows and you can then overexpose that and that's a beautiful light. The- You'll be happy with my MacGyver hack on this, Gina, because I yeah. was shooting the other day and, and I was like, we need to get that kind of soft lighting and we were yeah. out on a um, balcony yeah. and there was no awning because it was – it was just direct sunlight. So I, it was a hotel. So I went into the hotel and don't tell the hotel this, but I took the, the pictures off the walls and, and use that as the, um, you a, made a, you a, made an awning. Yeah. I made an awning. Go Val. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. And I couldn't quite put the picture back oh, on no. the wall. Right. Right. But hopefully they haven't noticed. <laughs> Um, so that shade, that, that sort of light is great. The other thing that I, if you're uh, inside, have the window behind you. You've got the window to your back and you have someone standing in front of you. That is beautiful beauty lighting, okay? Or just have someone, um, if they're just in a doorway, right? Just get them to just scooch back just where there isn't sun on their face, just where it's uh, the, the, just they just step into the shade part. Shoot that. That again is like beautiful lighting. So you've got lots of light pumping into their face, flat into their face. Yep. So it fills all the lines and that's probably the most flattering kind of lighting for a woman's face. Always light. And so whenever I'm using flash lighting and um, where it might be studio lighting on a woman, if I'm shooting a, a male, I'll have the lights turned sort of to the side so I get a bit of a shadow on the face. When it's a female, I always flatten my lights a lot more because I want flat, soft lighting. Great. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. What else? Uh, the booty. The so booty. people want, yeah. How do you give the booty a great shape? Um, <laughs> okay. Are you shooting yeah. Kim Kardashian? So you want great booty? They do the um, the squat challenge. <laughs> okay. For yeah. thirty days, if yeah. you can't do that, <laughs> so so have a, that that Kim Kardashian shot. Let's let's dissect that. As how a, many like, booties are you shooting, Gina? Seriously. What, what's that? What do how you mean? Ma- how many booties are you shooting that you have a that you have a hack for this? People want their booties to look good. Okay, go on. All right, continue. Okay, so this particular booty style, it wasn't Kim Kardashian. It was another Kim that we workshopped this with Kim Valentine. Oh yeah, right. Who Valerie? You will remember. Was she one of our very first? Yes. Uh, neighbors. Back when she was in Neighbours, yes. She was 16 years old. Gosh, yeah, she back was. Back then. So um, anyway, she was an actress that I've worked And she had this go-to pose, which was like uh, it was a, a ba- over-the-shoulder shot that she did. Mm-hmm. So she's got her back to camera mm-hmm. and she's looking back over her shoulder. But what she would do was she would arch her back and pop her bottom out. Right. Great booty. Yep. You know? I know the shot. You know the shot. Yes. So so it's just a matter of, you know, arching your back, kicking your booty out just to give that, that, that nice shape because a lot of girls uh, love to, to like not to have a flat-looking booty. They want to have like, you know, nice bounce to their booty. Okay. <laughs> all right. Good. So, and this is something that I've been – because sometimes when I'm shooting, all right, there'll be a film crew that film from behind because it'll be like they're not filming me but they want to get shots of the celebrity being filmed. Yeah. Okay, and so so this is what I do when I know there's a camera behind me. Go on. Go, 
I go, wait, wait, wait. I've got to clench and I, and I do the booty thing <laughs> so that I get nice shape to my feet while I'm being filmed. Of course, you've got to look good, you know. I do that sometimes. Like that, thank, actually, thank you. Thank you for that right. confession. I share that, but it's like, you know, just in case you're ever being filmed from behind. <gasps> okay. That's what I do. So, yeah, that, that's a good booty uh, hack. Um, and I guess it will avoid a situation where I remember when um, Denise Richards was a Bond girl. This was yeah. quite a while ago. And the, the actual p- poster for the movie was her, you know, shot from behind looking back over her shoulder. And she said that when she saw it, she was like, oh, my goodness, they photoshopped a booty onto her. So she actually is quite a slim woman <laughs> with, with not much of a booty. But they put this, she goes, my bum's not that big. <laughs> so, yes, you can avoid getting a photoshopped booty by doing that if you really want to. All right, what's next? Um, okay, so the next, uh, the, the last one is uh, legs. So, oh, make yes. legs look great. So, the best way to make uh, a woman's legs look longer and add like nice muscle definition is to put them in heels, mm. and the higher, the better. Because it just like adds length. And the other thing that I do is like if you want the legs to look longer and thinner is to shoot from a lower angle, okay? Yes. And um, so the high heels engage all the muscles and they'll give it like nice shape. So you get nice shape in the calf and you'll get into that like, that, like nice muscle up the, the side of the thigh as well, okay? Now one thing to be really careful of when you're photographing um, a female model sitting down is you can tend to make the legs look uh, a little bit thicker and heavier because what happens when you sit down is the muscles spread, mm. right? The legs will spread and they'll look larger. So whenever um, you've got a, a woman uh, sitting down, try and get them to sit on the edge of the chair, Yeah. right? So come to the very edge so you're not seeing that, that extra spread. Or sometimes I'll just ask them to not like put their entire weight to just actually just sort of sit a little bit uh, soft. They're they're almost like holding themselves up. Mm. They're not they're not they're, they're not using their whole weight to for those frames to to squash their their thighs out. It looks just looks much better. Right. So just a little hack for that. Great. Um, a couple of styling techniques that also uh, help are wearing like dark stockings mm. make the legs appear thinner, or just wearing one um one color, high waisted pants. Give the illusion or a high-waisted skirt of, of length. They add length to the legs. Mm. So you, you combine like high-waisted pants with really high heels. Suddenly the woman looks like she's got like, you know, six-foot-long legs. So yeah. the, and, and it makes the – it gives that appearance. And this is all in the preparation. So one of the so – this is all well and good, but if they don't actually bring heels, it's an issue. If they don't actually, you know, if they're not actually suggest, if it's not suggested that they have yeah, high-waisted well then, pants, you, this is a yeah. problem. So always sort of say to them, look, have you got, uh, can you just bring a spare set of heels? You know, I know you probably want to be comfortable, bring your comfy yeah. shoes, but bring a spare set of heels just in case. Do you have some high-waisted pants? Just chuck them in the, in, in the car as well as an alternative just in case. Can you bring some dark pantyhose just in case? or stockings or whatever because um you know i know that i did a shoot just earlier this week where um i was being shot but i thought i was 
being shot sitting down. Uh-huh. And but fortunately, because I know that tip from you about leaning forward, sitting on the edge of the chair, so I did all that. But then they said, We're going to do shots of you walking. And I'm like, Oh my God, my shoes. You know. Oh. <laughs> so that's the thing, is that you know, warn your model. Then they need to be told. Yes, warn your, warn the person beforehand so that they can bring a variety of things and your shot mm. will end up looking good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, or keep some spare heels, but it's hard to know yes. what size everyone is. So, and the other thing is, it's like you ask them to, like, they're not having to wear the heels all day long. It's yes. just like when they're standing there on set. And so basically, they don't need to do a lot. They're just standing in. So you can, you can bring the heels over to them onto the set or wherever you are, wherever you're posing, even if it's outside, get them to step in, yeah. do the shot, and then they can step out again and yeah. then put, Put slippers on, which is what most people, a lot, a lot of models and, and celebrities that I work with, they, they, they're wearing their slippers for most of the shoot and it's at the 11th hour that the high heels go on, yep. do the shoot, come out of the high heels. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Good hacks. Yes. All right. So the technique, basically how, how, how you speak to women and direct them is it's like it, I, I find that if I'm directing a male – I don't give a lot of information. I don't need to explain why I'm doing because they don't want to hear it, mm. okay? But I find that when I'm directing a woman, the more information I give them about why I'm saying what I'm saying, the better. So it might be something like, um, okay, what I want you to do is I want you to stand in this S pose, this contrapposio. I want you to stand like uh, feet side on, you know, put your, your hips here, do this, do that because – it's going to make you look thinner. Yep. And it, I'm explaining that and that's why I'm doing it, okay? So you can actually give them lots and lots of information and keep talking and explaining why you're doing things and I think that really helps. Yep. Great. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So what, So tell us what your go-to poses are then. Okay, so I've got five that I basically use, and these are my, my classic five female go-to poses that I can use. With, it doesn't matter what level of experience someone has. Yep. These, these all work really well, so these are great to use. So great. first up, if I'm working with someone for the first time, I'm in a really big hurry I don't, I, or I'm just not sure about – I don't think they've got a lot of confidence mm-hmm. or they're really nervous – I give them a wall. I give them. I look for a wall, and I'll get them to lean up against the wall. Yep. Okay. Sure. And the reason I do this is because um, there's something about having a wall to lean up that makes people feel supported. It's true. Yep. So that because the worst thing for someone who's new and it's like because it's all so overwhelming is to be standing there on their own going, well, what do I do with my hands? Where do I put my hand? How do I put my feet? And they mm. feel really awkward and mm. and you know uncomfortable. So Leaning up against the wall, suddenly they start to feel confident. And you can, you know, there's a way that I actually pose people up to lean up against the wall and I recreate this lovely S shape. Mm. And it's flattering because, one, the arm is uh, partly hidden by the wall Mm -hmm. and then you can have uh, the other arm is partly hidden behind the body. So it's a really flattering shape there. And then uh, the hips can be a little bit side on and then you can make the the legs appear really uh, long and lean. And Or you don't need to include the legs. You can crop in at the waist. 
Okay, and there's lots of things. They've got the hands can go just in front of them. The hands can go into pockets. The hands can be crossed uh, or hooked off jeans and things like that. Mm. Okay, mm. so that's a, that's a good start. And then once people have you know once once she's seen that shot of herself and you know oh, like I look really comfortable. Now, other great thing about this wall pose is you can use it as a base for a headshot. Yeah. So. From there, you can crop in really tight and just get a nice headshot out of it and you won't even see that she's leaning up against a wall. So it's actually two shots in one. Efficient. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next one is uh, leaning up and over something. Okay. What do you mean? The reason I do Leaning this, up okay, and over so, something. So basically what it's about is creating a really strong jawline. Right? So the way that I do this is you want to push the face forward. Oh, I see. And so what I do is like the way I like to do this is I might find, um, say, a bench. So you've got a bench that's, um, you know, a stand, standard size bench. Yeah. I'll get them to actually lean up and over the bench and then put their hands down in front of them crossed and then they're they're, they're resting on the bench like that and leaning forward, all right? And that works um, really well because it's pushing everything forward. Your arms are in a great shape. It gives definition to the arms and makes the the chin look really good and it's a great – and, again, feeling supported. Great. Okay? Yeah. All right. And so um, the next, uh, the S shape, we talked about that and we did it. At, we know why that, that, that works, okay? That contraposto shape, great for the hips. So that might be something that I would do next. Everyone's body looks great in that. That's amazing, confident shape, all right? And we'll do a video, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is a variation of that leaning one that I gave you. You can do the same thing by just getting um, the woman to straddle a chair, you mean okay. backwards, like backwards, a, like yes. Christina Christine that, Keeler, that, that classic shot. Okay, mm-hmm. and so that can be like a full shot, or I just actually use that as a three quarter and just crop through the arms, and again, just right. use it as a headshot. So you don't so see that, that she's straddling. You, don't, you never see the chair, but yeah, like, right. say you don't have a bench or something to go to. It could be in a hotel room or something that you're shooting, or out on location. So any chair. Uh, if so, if it's an ugly office chair that is all you have. If it's Jan in accounts that you're photographing, <laughs> you've just got Jan's chair, then you don't want to see that it's this plastic and, you know, grey material thing. So you'll crop through the arms. You won't see the chair. Great. All right? Yep. Uh, walking, just get them to walk towards camera mm. can be a really nice shot. All right? And that can be nice. The other thing is… And where is, would you crop from if, you, if they're walking towards camera? I would do that as a full shot. So here's All the thing. Right. If you're doing someone who's slightly larger in size, mm. okay, when I'm, so just a little quick hack, when I'm working um, with maybe a plus size or oversized model, the tendency is for people to crop. They'll say, please shoot me really tight because I, I, I don't like my body. But the optical illusion is if you do that as a full length shot, mm. they actually appear smaller than they do if you crop in. Because once you start chopping right. into the body, yeah. the optical illusion is it starts to look really square. Yeah. So if you want someone to look long and lean, do them as a full length um, full length shot. Yep, yep. Okay. Get down low. And tell and them to from, bring heels. Tell them to bring <laughs> heels. Get down low. Shoot from a low angle. That's going to give them um, the appearance of looking longer and leaner, and that's for everyone. 
and get them walking towards camera and that also makes for a good shot as well. And especially if someone's nervous, you just get them to – you give them something to do and repeat over and over and over again as Mm. they walk towards camera, crack some jokes so they laugh off camera, you know, and that always works really well. Wow, love it. I mean, I know we could talk for hours about how to pose women because, you know, I've seen your your little – tips and techniques and, and hacks that you've, that you've been doing, you know, on a practical level. Mm. Um, but uh, we can't talk for hours. <laughs> so people can find out more from your website, GinaMilitia.com, but yep. also um, you have a book on posing, don't you? Yeah, posing, portraits posing the shot. Fantastic. Uh, through Digital Photography School. And you can, you can get that through my website as well, yeah. Yeah, so find out more about that at GinaMilitia.com. I think our hashtag Gina Challenge for this week needs to be women. Mm. You know, don't Perfect. you? Perfect, yes, yes. So we would love to see your shots of women, uh, whatever your interpretation of that is, but I think it's pretty literal. Um, and, um, we, you know, it would be great to have a look at them and to see, it's just great to see the variety of different types of shots from different people from all over the world, not just, um, you know, people who are pro photographers, but also uh, enthusiasts like me and newbies who are interested in just uh, learning more and, and connecting with other people. So I'd love to see that. Hey Val, you know what I'd love to see? Go on. Make me so happy. Go on. If someone does a portrait of Jan in account, <laughs> that I, you know how much joy I would get from that. Okay. Please, someone, please. Jan, Jan in accounts. There'll be a surprise. Jan in accounts prize. emails me. Oh my god, I would be so happy. Will you go shoot Jan in accounts if she eventually? If, if Jan in up. accounts contacts me, I will photograph her. <gasps> okay. You've heard that. Jan in accounts, please contact us. And you can please. contact us, news at ginamilitia.com. So call me, Jan, call me. Yes, news at ginamilitia.com. And um, sign up to Gina's newsletter, which is every two weeks. And it's awesome. Lots and lots of fabulous tips, as well as tips on Gina's blog. But you can find me on social media, Val- at Valerie Koo, on you know Instagram, Twitter, and everything. Gina, we can find you where? At Gina Militia on uh, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere, basically. Everywhere. <laughs> I'm everywhere. So connect with us. Um, when If you're doing hashtag Gina Challenge, uh, please do that on Instagram or on the Google Plus page, So You Want to Be a Photographer. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, but that's it for our podcast for this week. I'm excited about, you know, the week ahead. What have you got happening? Oh, my God. More big shoots, lots going on. It's crazy, but in a crazy good way. So all good. Fantastic. And I am heading to Melbourne because I'm going to oh, see yeah, you. We're going to hang out. <laughs> we we're get to hang, hang out. out. Yes. Exactly. Uh, so until next week, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you have 30 seconds just to leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, we'd really, we'd, you know, we'd be so grateful. We read every single one of them yes. and they're coming in from lots of different places around the world. Also your shout outs and social media. Thank you so much. We're so grateful and we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer. For more information, free resources, and Gina's regular newsletter on everything you need to know to become a successful photographer, visit ginamilitia.com.